<laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to a very special episode of Fence We Live. We're here at Webflow HQ. Uh oh. What's up, everybody? <laughs> oh, no. I've got to open tab somewhere, y'all. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, Hang on. What a scramble mode this has been. Hang on. Let me find my cursor. Well, at least we look good in the video. Yeah. And um, I don't know where my cursor is. It's Hang on. Okay. One more second, y'all. This is going to go. Okay. There it is. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. We're actually live now. It wouldn't be a Fin Suite live stream if we didn't have a little bit of technical hurdles getting everything up and running. And so here we are. We've got Emily Lanetto, the new director of community here at Webflow. Obviously, I'm sitting with Joe Krug, uh, and my name is Ryan Martorado. We're here with you every Tuesday and Thursday live on YouTube. But today, we're here inside of the No Code Cafe at Webflow. What's up? You want to say uh, hi, Emily? Yeah, I am so excited to be here. Um, so excited to meet so many of you in the community. Uh, it's kind of crazy to be sitting on this side in NoCo Cafe with these two legends themselves. Um, and really, really excited to get to know and hopefully answer a bunch of questions that you guys have today. Um, and yeah, really, really excited to be here. Yeah. Joe, say what's up. What are you thinking as we're here? Well, I'm certainly excited. Webflow HQ, it's beautiful. There's great people here it's a great company so i'm just really happy to be streaming in this location feels great yeah and i'm trying to figure out how to get my display settings up so that i can share my screen here shortly <laughs> um we had a yeah it has been a it has been a wild morning getting set up for the stream here and a wild week just kind of getting to know emily and meeting the webflow team and getting to spend some time behind the scenes here it's been such an honor to you know do that to there's been a long time coming i think uh chatting and working and pushing the community and now finally get a chance to kind of be on the front lines of it with you. So um, let's start out by just maybe talking a little bit about your background. Emily. can we talk a little bit about where you came from? Um, like, let's just your entry into no code or what just fill me in. Like, what were you doing before Webflow? Obviously, you start here in um, May, right? So yeah, you're like, yeah. what, five, six weeks in? Yep. So talk to me. What were you doing before that? Yeah, so uh, pre five, six weeks ago, um, I spent actually most of my career in uh, growth and product growth. So doing a lot from joining different startups, trying to figure out how can they scale, how can we get from MVP to something that's viable. And that's actually where I spent a lot of my early career with no code um, as that like solo scrappy entrepreneur with a million different side projects or even just like being the first marketer or the first person kind of like on the ground to figure out like how do we get this product to work. Um, and I've been super passionate about Webflow, Zapier, those two being my first uh, two forays in, um, as well as like really trying to teach growth with no code for a really, really long time. So it kind of felt incredibly exciting to have the opportunity to really kind of take that path and that passion and, and seeing what that looked like with no code kind of throughout my own career and now kind of challenge that to see how can we do that at scale with a community that's already so exciting and yeah. thriving yeah 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 it seems like so many people are starting trying to start communities and the no code space is really excited about like fledgling communities coming up but i have to imagine it's super exciting for somebody with your background to come into a community like this with the type of momentum. So uh, Joe, any thoughts uh, just on Emily here and kind of her background? Hang on one second. 
Yeah. Oh. We already hit the 100. <laughs> so we're at the 100 mark. If you're joining us, we always hit a little buzzer at the 100. We'll do it again just for fun. <laughs> and we'll do it every 100 from here on out. Actually, you know what? We forgot to do, Joe. We forgot to say hi to anyone that's in the crowd today. Well, that's important. Let's maybe take a second and say what's up to Rowana's in the crowd. Hello, Tom Volts. What's up, Victoria Perez? Let's see, Rahul is in the house. Hello, hello. Darren Sims from the UK. Tyler Huey, hello, Jen. Michael Rose, Tony Seats, what's up? Is going to be a squad today. We were not going to get through all these names, I promise. Maggie, what's up? Jen Schwa, Dale Jensen in the house. Felix, Lauren, hello. Daniel Brosnio, excited, so are we. Robert, hello. I will see you tomorrow in LA, I hope. Eric Odom, what's up? I see you doing lots of cool things in the community. Great to be here. Uh, let's see, who else is here? Who else is here? Uh, Christian Schmidt, hello. Man, ten Tonette, I'm sorry, it's Tonet. I will get that right. Zach Bujasio, what's up? Uh, okay, that's enough. We'll get to them. Make sure you leave your comments in, or make sure you leave your thoughts in the comments. If you've got questions for Emily, if you've got questions about what's happening in the community, um, one of the things we're going to transition here after finishing a little bit of Emily's background is talking a little bit about what we've discussed over the last couple of days and maybe talk a little bit about what's coming in this community as we move forward. So uh, sorry to interrupt, but back to, wait, important question. Here. Me. Yeah, yeah, important I, question yeah, here. Was... I'm seeing pineapple and pizza. <laughs> Emily, what's your stance here? We need to know, the whole community oh, needs to I'm know. I'm pro, oh, I'm, okay, I'm pro. sorry, you're, you're alone, you're alone in this one. Yeah. <laughs> that is the right answer. We're not gonna get too far into that, but thank you. <laughs> All right, Joe, so back to you. <laughs> well, I, I was about to answer what my, feedback my thoughts on on emily's past and i thought it's so interesting that you said you were testing things and tinkering and just trying to understand the platforms that's how a lot of us started right not really knowing exactly what we're doing or what we want to do but i know this is cool so let me play with it and see where it goes so that was really nice to hear yeah, and I think like that that's honestly like the number one thing that I love about no code is like that kind of mixture of things that are hyper frustrating when they don't work, but like so rewarding mm. when you somehow hit yeah. that moment, you click publish and all of a sudden everything is flowing. Um, and everything is web flowing. <laughs> web flowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think like that, that's that's what's so exciting. And I think like what I love even when people share stuff online, like that that's what they're celebrating. And you can see that kind of similar feeling just like continuously growing as people yeah. chime in and celebrate that together. That's one of the I mean, the electricity in this community is something I'm sure we don't need to talk too much about because it's like uh, beating a dead horse. But um, like what I mean, let's 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 just let's take a step back. Talk to me a little bit specifically. Right. So you were at VoiceFlow right before Webflow yep. um, and you were telling me a little bit about your background in here in tech in San Francisco, et cetera. Tell me about like. Um, I don't know, just entering that or building community, like you're a growth strategist or you're like, a, your specialty is in growth. So like, talk to me about what that means and how do you approach that? And what's the approach coming into something like this that's already grown so fast to be like, hey, I'm the person that's gonna help grow this to the next level. Tell me just about that mindset as you kind of come into this, um, you know, new, new opportunity. Yeah. So I think like growth for a lot of different companies means a lot of different things. Like um, in kind of the simplest form, growth is really just about trying to take something that's at a certain stage or even just testing the viability of that and really challenging it on how do you automate it so that it can scale. Um, and I think for me, one of the things that almost like accidentally became something that I was incredibly passionate about 
was how community played kind of in conjunction with growing companies or growing meaningful uh, product experiences was that when you think about growth or what really got me excited about community and how it plays there is that community is a direct output and a direct channel of that. If you can build something that's not just like a fantastic core product experience, but is actually part of a much larger, um, a much larger moat, so a community as well, then you not only have like the best possible way of learning from your customers on a regular basis, but you're building with them. Mm. Um, and I think that's so important with, in particular with startups, early validation, and even when you start to really legitimize and figure out like what is product market fit? How are we continuously uh, connecting and building with community? And that's what got me kind of addicted during my time at Tilt. We did that with college students, um, going into with PartnerStack, which was quite literally um, trying to do partnerships and relationships at scale. Then with Clio, which was a legal tech company, which you would never think community would be like a huge element of that, but lawyers are like Rolodex people. Like <laughs> they are like the most trusted community in that way. Um, and even with VoiceFlow, like we were starting conversational AI no code. And without that community, we wouldn't have been able to really, I think, find our stride. Um, and even myself with getting involved with the communities in the no code space. Mm. I don't think that I would have felt part of a team until I actually had a team if I didn't have community as something that I regularly engaged in as well. Yeah, it's amazing how that's kind of coming out as something that I think lots of marketing companies, like people on the front edge, I hear people talking about like regular ad campaigns and their go-to-market strategies and how they're going to do X, Y, or Z. And I'm like, we need more ad budget. And I'm like, eh. but they have nothing like this. They have nothing. So Joe, actually, I'm going to pass this to you because, um, you know, FinSuite's kind of doing the same thing and really focused on community. And that's been the beginning of how FinSuite started marketing. So as Emily's talking about that and, you know, like... How do you see this kind of evolving as, as an entire ecosystem? And uh, maybe just talk a little bit about, you know, why that's been important to, to us and getting here. Community brings people together. It's really as simple as that. And when you connect that with a brand, you can bring people to your brand. You can bring people to your product. You can bring people with other people. And that's how I look at community. It's just a way to engage with people and bring people together. So whatever you want to do that for, for fun, for business, for products, for your agency, for anything, it just works. And I love how everybody is starting to recognize this, that this is now becoming a more common practice in this marketing world yeah. instead of something like the ad budget. I don't do the ad budget. I don't like it. But the community, it makes sense to me. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's crazy to see, even just in this community, the amount of live streams. Uh, right after the show, we got uh, the Webflow party is having their first live stream later tonight, uh, later this evening. We've got um, the Reloom folks, and Josh is hosting a live stream with them. And so um, I, I think I saw the Floxy streaming the other day, and there's all these little small communities. Uh, no Code North is now streaming. I think they have a, an event coming up with Jonathan Marin. And there's all these little communities that are popping up, and so many people that, like, I don't even know what it is about this space. I, I keep coming back to, like, it has to be the creativity. Like, in my mind, creatives are super empathetic and designers are empathetic and this community is mostly led by that. And so the empathy that like percolates throughout this entire community and the spirit of just helping and pushing people forward is is something, um, I don't know, it just, it, it, yeah, it's wild to see. Like you just don't see it very often. Like what company, what product, what industry, what type of thing around you ever has this kind of like electric, you know, 
spark. It's yeah. You can't buy this. Like there is no. This you is the future of advertising, it. right? You yeah. cannot pay for this. Mm-hmm. And I think like actually like you bring up like a fantastic point around that, which is very much so like we're in this weird era where like you know what like anybody can put money into ads anybody can put money or time into like the same playbook of the exact kind of h1 experimentation or sales outreach or whichever way that it may be but i think like what is so exciting is that community can't be bought Um, it is something that you very much so need to very truly invest your time in and be genuine about because I think a mistake that a lot of people make with community is that they turn that into a billboard and they turn that into a channel that would otherwise be paid. Mm. Um, and I think like that also is one of the things that drew me in, not only to connect with folks like yourself who like so clearly are passionate and excited about the space, but just like everybody in this community is like that Mm. when they share, it's not self-serving. And I think like that's something that is so genuine and special. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't buy relationships. It just doesn't work. And that's what community is. It's relationships. Yeah. The other thing is called politics. <laughs> you know, and you're buying influence or buying or advertising. Yeah. Right. But that I see that as short term. That's you know? what I'm saying. Like, like you, you, yeah, you can you... get an influencer to do something and maybe their followers go and do that right now. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to be staying with that. Whatever narrative is being pushed long term, it doesn't create a real relationship. So, yeah, I agree that the community can't be bought. It has to be built yeah. from from a, a real honest place. Yeah. And I just see the, uh, speaking of community, the comments are going nuts. Apparently, there's been an email that just went out to the Webflow community. I wonder what that could be. I'm about to go surf the web here to go check that out. (laughs) Let's shift phase. Like, let's talk a little bit about that because that's a big part of community. And there's some big events coming up, which some of y'all may just be seeing in your email. Um, Obviously, you know, No Code Comp is going to be the No Code event of the year here coming up in November. So maybe some of y'all will be joining us here in San Francisco at some point in November. is there anything you wanted to say about that? And then we can jump into maybe talking about how we're going to get there and what might come before that and what kind of fun stuff we might do as a community on the way to no code comp. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I did not control the timing of this email, but, um, <laughs> damn you webflow. <laughs> damn you <laughs> It is exciting. It's well-timed. Um, <laughs> we're think... super excited about no code comp. Honestly, we've been waiting for years to get back in person. Honestly, so like, let's like... give it one of these. You can't hear it, but they're clapping right now. <laughs> like, we, we were even just like when, when, when both of you kind of like first landed and we were talking about like 2019 in person, no code conf, like all of us just like starry eyed walking in and really for the first time, I think seeing a lot of the faces that we interacted with on a regular basis online, like it's, it's magical. Um, and I think I'm so excited that we're finally at a stage where, um, we're really able to commit to trying to get everyone back together again and Mm. kind of recreate some of that magic that I think so many of us like deeply miss. Um, and with no code conf coming up, uh, later this year in November, um, and us really trying to reinvest again in community and really trying to highlight a lot of the partners and the people like we're very much so going to be making some announcements of a bunch of different ways that people can get involved from events leading up to no code conf, uh, as well as a bunch of different opportunities that, uh, we're going to have kind of before, after, and maybe even 
some secret things uh, day of for community members. Um, so really excited to, in particular, talk about some of the events that are coming up beforehand. I know that FinSuite is putting some incredible things together as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we've been waiting to talk a little bit about that. So uh, maybe we could jump into that. And I, I, I um, for some reason, I can't get the screen share proper. It thinks my screen share is a second monitor. <laughs> I can't project. It's technical difficulties. I know. I can't yeah. I, let me see if I can take one more swing at it, but maybe not. Um, so uh, in September, if you're in the southeast part of uh, the United States, if you are, let me clear these comments, interested in connecting, there's a group of us in Florida. Let's see. Uh, Melissa Mendez, myself, Colleen Brady, Johnny Gomez. Um, uh, Jesse Neiman, there's a few folks in the Florida area that are really coming together to see what we can do for a local event in that region. So in September, we're going to do a big uh, retreat, Webflow retreat called State of Flow. If you go to state-of-flow.webflow.io, you can sign up for updates about that. If Again, if you're in Florida, this is going to be in St. Pete, Florida. So if you're in Florida, if you're in Atlanta, if you're anywhere in the Southeast, um, we'd love to see you on that. And that's gonna be a big kickoff uh, for our regional community building efforts. And it will be really cool to see what happens between the state of flow and no code comp. Uh, in a dream world, maybe there's some cool road to no code comp stuff that I'm not sure we can talk about just yet. But there's going to be lots of cool events between that. And uh, let's see, Joe just pinned this uh, message. So if you go to state-of-flow.webflow.io, you can see that's, uh, let's see, what is it, September? That's going to be exactly two months. It's like September 8th and 9th is our event. And then literally two months later, so yeah. we'll then to November uh, 9th and 10th for No Code Comp. So that's going to be action-packed two months of Webflow community events. I think if I were thinking about how to get involved in this community, I might think about how I could start planning a meetup between now and then. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean... Like Rymar's cheekily alluding to some things that I know we've been jamming on over the, the over the last few days, but I think one of the things that we're all really really excited about is not just kind of the the comeback of a lot of these in person events and like the state of flow, like no code conf, but all of the in betweens, all of the road to no code conf events that can happen on the in between. And to Rymar's point, I really want to echo that. I know that a lot of you folks have kind of participated in meetups in the past. Um, that is something that we are actively investing in, in terms of reinvigorating that program, um, providing more resources. And I'm really excited to relaunch that with anybody who's interested in getting involved um, in terms of our meetup program. Um, and if you do have any questions or if there's anything you'd like to see, please, honestly, DM me. My DMs are open. Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Emily Lanetto. So would love to hear from everybody who's interested. Yeah. And what's what's the best way to do that? So if I'm interested as a community member, what is what's my go-to for getting involved? Yeah. So I mean, interested in can, in can we involved? hang on? Hang on. Before oh, yeah. we can we, uh, I, I yeah. see Melissa pointing a few things out on State of Flow <laughs> that I'd love to just no no uh, go for point it. Out go just, for just it. a second. Yeah. <laughs> so um, State of Flow, lots like um, we're okay. So imagine a conference. Imagine the hallways at a conference, right? The, the, the most fun I've ever had at a conference or the most um, like benefit I've ever gotten from a conference is not specifically from like sitting and watching the talks, as exciting as they may be, right? Like watching Pablo Stanley on stage give the keynote at that first No Code Comp was like just an amazing experience. However, the relationships that I built in the hallways after that and the time spending like networking with folks and just really getting to know, break bread, have a couple drinks, hanging out, like th that 
was really like what I take value away from a lot of the conferences that I've attended. And so as we play in the state of flow, as uh, Melissa saying here, it's going to be really about that. It's going to be about how can we start working together as a community? Um, that what are the type of events that we can do? Uh, really networking focused, open conversations. If you're at Global Hope and House, this isn't going to be a lot of people on stage, like broadcasting, doing their TED Talk style presentation. This is going to be getting into small rooms, getting into little breakouts, getting into small groups where we can then talk about specific things and have really compelling dynamic moments of interaction between the community and see what we can do to then come out of that. Can we have a state of flow that then pops into a different state, right? The first one's Florida, but could state of flow in six months be in another state? Could it be in another country? Could somehow this evolve into something cool that again is fostered by the community, that is owned by the community, and that really just helps uh, innovate and push forward and shows other industries what it might look like to change the way we exchange value as businesses, as individuals, and build some of that competitive spirit as opposed to the pure competitive spirit that I think exists in all of the things that are happening right now. I think we're in a great position inside of this no code space to do some of that, to be leaders in like, um, you know, just value based exchanges in all, at all levels, right? And so, for whatever that's worth, um, yeah, I don't know. Any thoughts on that, Joe? Or, um, well, how to build you know? relationships, right? Everything, I keep going back to this community is building relationships. So, state of flow, we are doing this so that you can build relationships. It's very different meeting somebody in person than on a Zoom call. Zoom call is great. You can really get to know somebody, but it just changes a little bit when you're in front of them. You give them a hug. You say hello. You spend the whole day together. And that's what these in-person events really give to us, yeah. this, this relationship building that you may not get to uh, virtually. Yeah. Lacey said hi in the comments, by uh, by the way. She Ooh. said, and she screamed, Lacey. Emily. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like, yeah. Um, both of y'all, I think, are getting ready to, to, to be more uh, more front-facing in some of the community yeah. stuff. So how do, you, how do you feel about that, getting front? And then we'll go back to Joe's comment about, like, how people can kind of get involved or, like, what they should be doing to kind of, you know, get into this. Because mm -hmm. maybe we can talk a little bit about that. I think a lot of people are trying to figure out how to break into this. So yeah. answer your question, then we're going to go or answer that initial uh, question about like being in front of this community, I think a little more visibly. And then we'll go back to Joe's comment about getting in front of the crowd and kind of how people can get involved. Sure. Um, I mean, I, I guess just to kind of clarify the question around Lacey uh, and I. No, no, no. Just you specifically. <laughs> yeah. Like, how does it feel? Yeah. Uh, I was just getting in front of the camera, like being yeah. in front of this community, being like, like you will soon be the face of a lot of what's happening in this community. Um, and maybe that's obviously going to expand, but thoughts like it, you get nervous. Is that like a, you know, like, how do you feel about that? Um, honestly, it feels super surreal. Um, I mean, we were talking about this kind of over the course of the last few days. Like I remember like sitting up alone on my computer, just trying to like figure things out and back in like audio only McGuire days, like looking up to his like metaphorical being at the time of learning and really like seeing him as someone that I really looked up to and like seeing Pixel Geek back when Nelson um, was doing a lot of his Facebook live streaming and following kind of along that, like I never thought that 
the there would be an opportunity for me to also kind of come back and give back in the mm. same way that I was able to participate and learn and, and master. So I think actually that's like the most surreal part of it is that not only do I feel like I have this direct opportunity to really like take that from like a very like I've been in your shoes and I want to get more and more folks excited about being able to help more people grow into the space but also like working with people that I've like looked up to for years. Yeah. Nice. Um, I think like that, that to me, like the excitement level over like the nervous level of being <laughs> up there, like completely outweighs. You made a really good point there about wanting to help others get up. And I think going back to the comments earlier mm -hmm. about why this community, like not only the empathy, but it's that I think so many people who are successful in this community understand what it took to do that and the amount of effort, but also the opportunity that comes with being able to do that. And we're just like, hey, you could do this too. Like, I'm not that special, mm -hmm. you're right? I've just learned this new skill. I have some creative, you know, whatever. I can maybe learn a little bit of visual development. I can learn some integrations. And like, once you unlock that superpower, it becomes like infectious to be able to now do this stuff. And so I think that coupled with that empathy is like, it's what's propping this all up. Um, Joe, I couldn't help but laugh. You said Canada would be state <laughs> of snow here. <laughs> Keith goes, Grace and Grace and Maggie, we should 100% do a Canadian version. And Joe goes, I mean, Canada would be I state had to. of snow. I as, had to. as a Canadian, I would attend state of snow. I yeah. would. Um, and I love that. <laughs> the, um, so go ahead, go let ahead. me comment on that. I, I love this idea of if I can do it, you can do it. Mm. It's great way to do relationships. I learn no code. You learn no code. We all learn no code. And this isn't anything that's overly technical or has a very high learning curve. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes developers, technical developers, they don't have the I can do it, you can do it mindset. But when we break into the no yeah. code world, yeah. it's the I can do it, you can do it. And that's why the community spreads like wildfire. Because yeah. everybody's encouraging their friends, their family, their peers to go and jump into this industry. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think that gatekeeper mentality is what's being broken down. Yeah. It's like uh, there's an elitist mindset when you have. And honestly, it comes from like the mind you like the IQ that's required sometimes to, to like do that stuff. It typically doesn't lead to high social skills or, or, or like high empathy, um, you know, because it's hard to empathize with people who you think like, I don't know, like the, it's just, they get focused. And a lot of times it's like, Hey, you can't do this. Only I can do this. It's hard. And, and I think that's the barrier of code in general. And not that all developers like that, but I have talked with a lot of developers, especially in the no code space is they're like, Oh no, no code. No, no, no. It's all code. They're like, yeah, we know. We, we also know we're not in love with the no code. But um, going back to just getting involved, I see so many people talking about, hey, look, community is everything. Uh, you know, <laughs> Flox's community, London is, you know, in Europe, they're saying, where's Europe? I think everyone wants state of flows in their town. So how do people get involved? Like, if you were going to talk to somebody right now who's like looking at all this momentum happening and they're like, oh, I missed it. You know, I, I'll never be you know, a, a Finn Swede. I'll never be a, a, a Timothy Ricks. I'll never get to, you know, whatever status. Why are they wrong and where can they start? So I think like what's funny about that is that um, that's like the same mentality that so many people have, like even right before they start playing with no code, period. It's like that that exact same narrative. Mm. And I, I think like it's really trying to take a page out of that same book, putting, putting you back in that scenario when you're like, oh, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that thing. 
is like no one knows how to do that thing until they start doing it yeah. and people that are in the no code community people who are builders tinkerers optimizers by nature like you get invigorated by that and you need to sometimes and i think that this is the scary part is you look at someone who's already up there who has seemingly everything figured out we just showed today that we, we still got technical difficulties um like you got to celebrate that you got to celebrate the bugs the mishaps the things that that don't go wrong and that makes you more relatable yeah so i would def i would definitely say with like anything in this like you just got to start like share that opinion like write that post like publish that note that you've had in your iphone for like way too long <laughs> like do those things because yeah. like otherwise you'll never know yeah and i would say also do that from a position of not wanting to like start the next like FinSuite community or Webflow community or build the next Facebook or whatever it is like sure it's okay to have the ambition of that kind of floating in the background and and maybe one day it'll evolve into that but I don't think anyone who like flourishes into a community like that ever started out like when I started planning meetups and when I started mm -hmm. like doing anything in the Webflow space uh, even before that WordPress you know 10 years ago when I started planning meetups it was never like I'm gonna throw the biggest meetups or I want to host the biggest event ever it was the events that were big usually were a result of the little things building and building and growing momentum. Yeah. And so it starts with a one-to-one -one connection. That's the beautiful thing about community. Um, you know, all media has kind of been, you know, just one way. And so now we're getting into that one-to-many potential with social and now these community tools. And so I would encourage anyone who's out there thinking about that and doing what Emily's saying is don't just think about like, hey, how can I start a big group? How can I get to one person? How can I get to two people? And then turn those two people into four. You know, invite those four people to help you plan the next event. And then four of you are planning an event for 20. And then next thing you know, you get a little momentum. You have two, three, five events with 20, 30 people. And you're like, hey, what could we do? Could we do something a little bigger? Yeah, could we do a half a day event? Yeah, let's do it. And then you have momentum and you have people that are bought in and helping you grow and you're not doing this alone. And so I think so many times people just want to like start their own brand. They want to have a little thing that they own. It's like, okay, but this is community stuff. You know, like nobody owns Webflow community. Like the community is just us, you know, like we are the community. And so if you participate and get involved and bring value to that, well, you're part of the community. And so like, let's dance. How can, you know, like, how can that play? And like, it's just starting to get really exciting about mm -hmm. that, especially as we can get into these in-person events again. Yeah. And I mean, like, I, I love the way that you talk about that. Like even when, when I think back about, like I used to run uh, a meetup back in Toronto called Growth TO, uh, back when Toronto was not shut down. <laughs> um, and um, I remember like that came from like a very real point of feeling isolated. I was like, I don't know how I can connect with other people that are like the first growth person at a company or like, where do I find mentors? Like, what do I do? Um, and that started from like me just making a short list of 10 people having coffee with those 10 people and asking the exact same question every single time. Like if you were me or like when you were in my shoes, like who would you want to talk to? Like, who's that person? Yeah. And slowly that list became doubled and doubled and doubled. And that became like the original group of people that we didn't just like come together because there was an event and it was like this big shining bright light, but we came together originally because we were, we had common ground. Yeah. We had like common problems and we had different ways that we could skill share. Yeah. Joe, I want to ask you a question because I see a little bit of community growing in the corporate structure of FinSuite, right? Like we are a community of folks who before we even found FinSuite loved Webflow and loved this tool and loved all of the things that were happening. And I think some of what, like some of why 
like it's so important for FinSuite to be community focused because we all came from the community and there's a, a feeling of community and camaraderie inside of the team that I don't think exists in many other teams. I see it here at Webflow too, like there's this, and I imagine it exists in a lot of this type of work, but in a regular corporate structure, it doesn't exist. So can you talk a little bit about like, cause you don't start FinSuite at 44 people and you don't start a community at, you know, hundreds of thousands. You start again at one-to-one. -one. And so talk a little bit about how that relates back to your business mindset or how community has played a role in just like not only attracting people, but then that stickiness and that just, you know, that, that little bit of autonomy and freedom that comes with that. Well, if we look at community as relationships and people are already in the community before they come to FinSuite, they already have this type of relationship when they join the company. And that relationship is a shared love of Webflow in this instance. Mm. So it feels almost natural to come onto the team. You know, you're joining a team of Webflow professionals, people who love the platform, regardless of where you work in the platform or where you work in the company. So it's difficult in that corporate structure, right? You, you get a new corporate job and you probably don't have any shared interests, or maybe you do, but you'll never understand that. So at FinSuite, that's already set up. You know, maybe you find other interests, but you have that base interest. And that's how we have a community within the company. Really powerful. I love it. That's why, that's why I, I don't like the corporate style. Yeah. It's, uh, this is much more free-flowing. Yeah, and I think it's an important part of the new way businesses are organizing themselves. You know, it's like uh, the remote environment, the asynchronous workflow, the, you know, the autonomy that comes inside of some of the space and you throw a little bit of that community in there and that becomes a really interesting concept to see how folks organize business structures in the same way. Because before it had kind of been a very like value exchange thing. Hey, you want to come do a task? I'll pay you X to do that. And then, you know, like it's over and there's no real like, you know, there's no bigger purpose. It's just like we're paying for labor or we're doing a thing. And slowly I've seen this shift over the last few years kind of evolve into that. And I think it's picking up speed as we get into the space where, again, you can form a profitable business enterprise around a community like this or the community itself becomes a way to generate revenue. And I think that, again, becomes exciting for folks who are out there looking at this as an opportunity to build their business, to grow their freelance career, to start an agency, to, to do whatever. So uh, any other thoughts on that, Emily, before we maybe jump into a different topic? Yeah, I mean, like, I think really it's just kind of echoing that, is yeah. that, like, there's something that's special that happens when you create a multiplayer experience in something that would otherwise be alone. Yeah. Um, and, like, that, that, what, that is what is so exciting about this. And, like, I see that in the way that you talk about FinSuite and your team, and I see that in the way that, like, we see within the community, within the people that are at, like, Webflow and how regularly you talk to any of them they're like yeah like these are like the five community members i talk to on a regular basis mm -hmm. like as an example and that's not uncommon and at least within kind of our realms and i guess my hope in a lot of ways is that that starts to grow even more meaningfully yeah. kind of elsewhere that will happen so i always go back to my like experience because the only thing i've ever seen anything like this was wordpress 10 years ago you know and i keep talking about Back in those days, the ecosystem that existed around WordPress was nowhere close to what it is today, right? WordPress did not make up 30 plus percent of the internet. There were not anywhere near the amount of plugins and it was just not as viable a commerce platform as it is now. And 10 years, a lot can happen. We are at the beginning of that kind of wave. Webflow has been around for what, eight, nine years now, uh, but they're just catching stride, okay? And so the next five years of this is going to be 
absolutely explosive as that community grows. As what Joe is saying, those those opportunities to sprout, you know, to 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 monetize that activity. And it's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be wild. Like there's somebody watching this stream right now that you don't know about that six months from now is gonna own this space. I promise it. There's somebody sitting here right now that's gonna have the next cool community. They're gonna be doing something like look how fast Melissa Mendez popped up. Right. Look how fast the Webflow party and the Webflow show. Look at Grace was the same kind of thing. Emily Giordano is climbing up the no code, no force, like all these little like six months ago, you know, a year ago, these didn't exist. So if you're sitting there thinking like, oh, this is, you know, no, it's for you right now it's for you. And it's the opportunity to like just, again, figure out how to how to plug in in a meaningful way. So um, do we do we phase shift here? I think I wanted to talk a little bit about like what can we share about the stuff we've talked about? in the last couple of days. Ah. We have not, by the way, in proper fin sweet fashion, Emily has no idea what's coming next. I'd be like, putting me in the hot seat right now. Every time. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Tell me everything. I think, well, I mean, like the biggest one is obviously no code conf is coming back. So that's really, really exciting. I think some of the things that, that we've spoken about are really around like open questions of like, how do we want to set up a bunch of different activation events, different activation opportunities for people who aren't going to be able to come in person in San Francisco. How do we make sure that that type of experience, and that's why I think events like State of Flow are so important, that they open up more opportunities for folks that can't necessarily make it for that day or those days here, like still able to kind of have some of that, yeah. uh, some of that opportunity and really excited to really be um, kind of eyes wide open looking at um, international areas to kind of really facilitate events there as well. Um, I think other things that I'm really excited about is challenges mm. and really trying to work with partners like FinSuite um, around how do we invigorate and challenge the community to build and reward that and create almost like a sandbox environment where if you're part of this community, you're tinkerers by nature, like how can we reward that? How can we create programming where that's going to be a lot more fun and a lot more collaborative? Yeah. Yeah. Maria Martins is saying, just come to Portugal. I'll help everyone out <laughs> choosing accommodations. We're all crashing on Maria's couch. <laughs> well, that brings me back to the question. How does Maria get involved? What is, if Maria wants this meetup in Portugal, what is going to happen? Oh, so many things. I'm I'm so excited <laughs> to I'm so excited to to really kind of reinvest in this program and really see the way that we can kind of really support a lot of the meetup organizers here. In the meantime, if like you're like, hey, today, like I want to talk, like I want to figure out what I can do, um, and I I really truly mean this. Like, reach out to me directly. Like, I want to hear from people who are excited about this. We want to build a program around you. So you can either email me. Um, at emily.lanetto at Webflow, or you can uh, DM me on Twitter, which is just at Emily Lanetto. But trust me, something is coming very, very soon. Uh, we will be launching our brand new uh, Meetup and Global Organizer program. So we will have everything from kind of how to become that, how to really get the resources that you need to be successful, and also just like how are we setting up opportunities so that we can really have this in a global way. Mm. Um, because our user base is global. People who build are everywhere. So it shouldn't be restricted to just a screen or just a certain yeah. geographic area. 
Yeah, and I want to give a shout out, Josh. Thanks for the reminder here. Anto has his Webflow water cooler chats on Twitter Spaces too, and that's in a completely different time zone. I know I always mm-hmm. uh, hate missing those. They're at like 3 a.m. in my time, but uh, him and uh, Aviv have been doing those for a while now. And then, uh, yeah, there's so much good content coming out of this space, uh, and so many people doing cool things in the community. Um, Dale saying, you would think that Chicago would have an active Webflow community engagement. Well, Dale, it's time to get to work. Yep. <laughs> you know, there's probably some folks sitting there waiting, waiting for, you know, someone like you to put a message in a group somewhere and say, hey, like, let's meet at this place in Chicago and just have a chat. You know, like, uh, you know, nothing has to come of it. You don't have to. It doesn't have to be like, hey, we're going to start a group that meets every week or every month or every whatever. Just have one meeting and then decide if you want to do it again. And maybe you don't. Maybe you're like, hey, organizing is not for me. I'd rather show up. Okay, cool. Then find another group that you can support. Um, you know, like not everyone has to start their own group. Actually, it would be better if you found like something that's already grabbing a little momentum, especially if you're not like, you know, if you're just trying to break in and you don't have a lot of like, let's say resources or time or, or budget to like, you know, experiment or do some of these things. Maybe your time would be better spent like learning or being a part of another community until you get a little more confident. And then you can always branch off and you can always then take the next step. But I think a lot of times, you, you know, everyone wants to, do their own thing or have their own thing but come on there's lots of us playing in the space how do we like how do we double down how do we take that next step um and this is something we've challenged ourselves you know like our goal at finsuite is to figure out how do we bring the community forward on this stuff right like we do a good job cool everyone knows finsuite can stream okay whatever how can we take your stuff right like the the flochella experiment the um you know we, we want to host events where you all come and you can use the gather space and and we'll produce live streams and we'll help kind of do some of the technical stuff the resources that you may not have at your disposal how can we leverage some of our resources both at webflow and at finsuite to like empower those folks to climb up to step up and then as that happens maybe you become a a, a live streaming pro i see who was it um jeremy larue uh, uh uh josh Lowe here like both uh even claudia i see here you know, learning how to live stream. So who knows uh, from, from Floxies, like who knows how many live stream pros or, you, you know, like it, we're, it's, I don't know. <laughs> Literally, there's just so many outlets here. Um, I think I'm just rambling now, but. Uh, um, no, and I think like just to kind of build on what you were saying there, like one of the things that I'm really excited to really invest time in from the Webflow side is like, how are we creating an opportunity or a space where people can discover the incredible content that is being made all around the world? Like you kind of like said this a little bit earlier and honestly, like I agree is like the Webflow community is not Webflow specifically. It's everybody that is creating space within the ecosystem. And I think really the way that I would love to see the Webflow community evolve is that it's our opportunity and our job to really kind of make sure that people can see the work that's happening everywhere. make it easier for people to connect with that in the same way that we do with Webflow University or with our own kind of produced materials. Yeah. We've brought up the forest concept, the jungle concept in the in the past where this community is a big forest. Webflow is the, the beautiful tree in the middle that we all revolve around because we love the product. And there could be a tree over here, a tree over here. This tree gets some nutrients from this tree and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And yeah, that base tree is going to help spread the rest of the forest, but also other parts of the forest can sprout other parts of the forest. Mm. And that's this Mm. massive growth potential that we see in this community. And that forest is building. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Matt says happy little trees here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You could start out as a bush. You don't need to be a tree right away. (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe just a root, you know? Um, 
Josh is saying, one concern I have is that more and more live streams and community events will be filling our calendars that we can't attend them all. That is a problem I would love to see. That's not a problem. Like, look at the TV, right? Like, how many channels are there? How many shows are there? How many new Netflix? Really, Like, that is not the problem. I promise you that's not a problem. Um, what that will do is create opportunities for a new type of thing. And I won't get too deep into that. But we, 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 we are talking about how, you know, you can help with discoverability on this. How can you help with, like... Um, the timing of this and choreographing of this is one of the things we're talking about with managing our big community calendar and some of the collaborative stuff is like, how can we make sure that when you plan an event and we plan an event and somebody else plan an event, we're not overlapping each other, at least early on in the phase. At some point, it's going to be like, it's impossible, right? Especially I see this uh, 12 p.m. Eastern time slot, you know, like that's filling up. There's there's few days left where, you know, you can try to slide in on that slot and not like compete with somebody's event. Um, Tuesdays are getting busy, uh, you know, Wednesdays, I think Webflow streams and Aaron streams and, um, you know, like a lot Floxies has an event on, on Wednesdays and, um, yeah. So I don't think we can get away from this, Josh. I think it's actually kind of part of what's exciting. Emily, do you, any thoughts on that? Any yeah. thoughts on like just kind of having too much? I mean, I, I kind of share similar sentiments of like too much is not a problem in it. I think it's really more like, it's really about like when we have so many options, we're actually, we're providing optionality. We're providing opportunities for people to like decide kind of what what's my track? What are the programs that I love? Like what are my favorite shows, right? And people connect to that and they start to build their own micro communities of people who are like, oh, you watch that? Me too. Like yeah. that's incredible. And like, I think like to me, like that's an incredible sign of engagement and like people should be excited by that. Yeah, yeah, the FOMO is real, right? <laughs> Uh, and that's the fun of it, I think. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. Do, one caveat I would say is don't get so lost in all the community stuff that you forget that you got to like pay the bills and make some money. <laughs> I, I do see a lot of folks, you know, um, it's easy to do, right? It's easy to show up. I, I find myself sometimes like getting wrapped up because it's fun to go. And I want to go to all the events too, because I want to like be in the know and what's happening on the different things and like, you know, be plugged in. And then I'm like, oh shit, I got to get some work done. You know, so like, uh, remember, always got to find the balance. We didn't do any disclaimers today. Uh, we didn't have any audience problems. I feel like if y'all saw what happened here before the stream, y'all, oh my God. We were, we were ready with the stream literally 60 seconds before live time. This was, yeah. It's it was very live. wild. This but is we're incredibly live. And it's working. It's good. Aaron, I can't help you with this. He says, teach me to stop spending on stream equipment. I'm not the guy to come through that. No, sorry, sorry Aaron. Um, and I, I guarantee you it's an addiction that you're going to have for a very long time. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Floxy is saying, let's get all the lives on Webflow TV. Bump, mm. bump, bum, bum, <laughs> Well, stay, stay tuned. Yeah, show, <laughs> show up in November. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Um, that lots of community activation opportunities in, in many different ways. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Many streams could definitely work if the communities get involved more, the quality mm -hmm. versus quantity formula. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, we'll see that. Trust me, we're thinking about how to add more production value because we see y'all coming and we're like, damn, they about to catch us. So, you know, we got to figure out what the next thing is. And, you know, maybe Webflow's watching some we're doing like, hey, we can't let them catch us, you know? So they got to keep pushing and then that's going to push us to push, you know? And like, it's, this is the, this is what, this is literally the beauty of it. This is why like things evolve, right? Like, uh, people talk about Webflow, there's going to be competitors or, 
great. That means that like the ecosystem is evolving, right? That means that like more agencies are coming in the space, more freelancers. That doesn't mean you're going to have a harder time finding work. That means the ecosystem is maturing. WordPress has 30 whatever percent of this. We did the like go back to our CMS stream, go back on the channel and we did a comparison. The battle of this, these CMSs. Webflow is like 0.06% of this market, right? It's like or 0.6% of the whole CMS market. So there's so much room to grow. There's room for like thousands and thousands and millions of other people to come into this and create content and build plugins and build agencies. And that doesn't mean anything less for anybody who's already eating. So, you know, like just think about that, that, yeah, the, the, the pie is growing, you know, there's not a zero, it's not a, a zero sum game here. And the size of the community is not that important. Mm. There can be micro tiny communities that are micro and tiny forever. And that can still be successful. That's a great, great concept, right? You don't need to be the big tree with hundreds of branches. You can be a little root in the ground. Mm. And if five people show up to your live stream, that's okay. If we go to the Netflix example, Netflix has some absolute super popular bangers. And then they have things that nobody really watches, but there's a few people that watch it and maybe they subscribe to Netflix because of those little obscure uh, titles. So we can have communities, as many communities as we want. And just because some of them are multi-thousand and some of them are two, that's not a win or a loss. That it's just great that people are getting involved in creating these relationships. This goes back to a point you made while we were, I don't know if remember if it was dinner last night or the night before where you were talking about, it's not always about the biggest event, right? Yeah. Like sometimes those smaller events are more intimate. We, uh, you said something really good. You said something about like good events, plan for it, like great events, create that space or something about that small, like that, that small intimate vibe. And there was a line that you said, I'm, I'm paraphrasing it terribly right now. But. Uh, it was, it was a quote unquote banger line. I can't, I can't remember it. Um, yeah. The I, sentiment I, I remember, <laughs> the sentiment I remember, it was something about like good events, yeah. do this great events, like create like good events, recognize that, that opportunity for like those one-on-one -on -one connections, great events, like foster yeah. or create that. It was something exactly. that, like, like it, I think it was along the lines of like good events, like get everybody to the party, yeah. like bring everyone yeah. through the door. Yeah. Great events create great opportunity for them to connect with each other. Yes. Um, because like the very much so, like I think the analogy that I almost always use with community is like, there is a magic number of like how many people should be flooded into one space at one time. And like, when you think about community, it's like filling a giant party. Um, and you could have like a gigantic hall and with 10 people in there, like it feels a little scary, but it starts to grow and grow and you create that space. And eventually you're gonna fill that hall and it's not gonna be as easy to make those smaller connections. So you start to build rooms and create spaces where you have people that suddenly, like that those five people, they stood in the corner and they spent time t chatting with is their experience yeah. from that community event or from that that space. And I think that's what is so exciting about when I hear like, oh, all of these other micro communities are popping up. Like we're creating more space for people to find that, like find that small mm. opportunity, find the meaningful connections that they want. Yeah, yeah. Any thoughts there, Joe? No, I'm blank, blank. thoughtless. <laughs> uh, yeah. People are liking your uh, forest analogy, Joe. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I love making it. I love it. You can have a bunch of tree emojis now instead of pizza and pineapple. Yeah, there we go. What did I see? A picture of a pineapple slice with mini pizzas on it. It was like the reverse of a pineapple. That's a pizza. 
Um, I I want uh, Colleen was the one that made the comment here about the analogy, um, and and I don't think we can have a stream uh, about the Webflow community without giving super big shout outs to Colleen and her efforts. Uh, if you're operating a community in this space, I know you know her. If you're not operating a community in this space, you probably still know her. Uh, but she's like the little connector that's mm -hmm. like putting all you know, like she does so many little things behind the scenes that nobody like sees in this space. Um, but again, just shout out to Colleen. So everybody go give Colleen some love. Every time we get a chance, we, we got to remind people to do that. Oh yeah. The digital stone soup analogy. That's right. Well, that's what we're building. Digital stone soup. We got to do like a properly produced video on that. I think like a one minute digital stone soup video would be, would be cool. Are you, you, uh, you know, what I'm talking? No. do you, do you remember the book stone soup? Like, do you know the no. little story stone soup? So the analogy of Stone Soup is some guy's in a town and he's uh, doesn't have much of anything, uh, but he's hungry and he wants to like get some food. So he's got a cauldron in the middle of like a little courtyard and he fills it with water and he throws a stone in it and he just starts boiling water. And next, you know, you know, a couple minutes later, somebody walks by like, hey, what are you doing? He goes, I'm making Stone Soup. He's like, oh, I never heard of Stone Soup. He's like, yeah, it's delicious. And he goes, oh, fuck. Okay, that's great. He's like, you know what would make this good if we had a little bit of carrots? And so the guy goes, I got carrots. And so he runs to get some carrots, comes back, throws the carrots in. Nah, now two people stirring a stone soup. Another guy walks by. It's like, hey, what are y'all doing? We're making stone soup. It's like, oh, it's delicious. Well, it'd be better if we had some potatoes. And so the guy, I got potatoes. And so he goes, boom, and it keeps happening, right? And the next guy brings the meat, and the next guy brings us onions, and somebody brings the garlic, and whatever. And after about an hour or two, you know, they, they got the soup. They got a bowl of soup, and the whole community comes to eat. And that's it. That's literally what we're doing right now in a digital version. This digital stone soup concept is we're all we've got a pot in the middle. It's called Webflow. Right. And we're all bringing ingredients and we're all bringing flavors and we're all coming around this thing and just stirring the pot. And someday we're all like plenty of people are eating from that. But the amount of people that this is going to feed over the next decade, the amount of like this, the buffet table is just going to keep expanding and we're just going to keep putting soup out. So come get your bowl, come get a spoon, like, and, and bring an ingredient. That's right. And, and exactly. Don't show up without an ingredient, yeah. whatever, even if it's small, even if it's insignificant, even if you're starting with just the soup or the cauldron or the idea of the thing, bring something to put into the pot. Gabe, cut me a clip. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should we jump into the comments? What's going yeah. on here? I think, uh, a lot of people. I where's your questions? Parts. I see. Let's, let's spend the next 15, 15 ish minutes. I, we're going to jump off right at, you know, we don't want to overstep with the next stream. So we got Webflow party coming up at one fifteen. Uh, we're all going to go jump on that stream, by the way, let's, let's go give, uh, and we're all going to go subscribe to their channel. They just kicked off the channel. We're going to go subscribe to that channel. We're all going to like, so not yet, but here in a minute. Uh, <laughs> so leave your thoughts. What's your question for Emily? What's the, what's something you want to know about, uh, what, where, where this community is headed? Um, yeah, let's spend the next few minutes just kind of talking with Emily and asking questions. Uh, Joe, do you have anything that you can start us off with or any thought that you, you know, maybe we can toss to Emily here? Well, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. <do> oh, <laughs> hello. Hold up. This deserves hello. <laughs> you got you it. You're going to do it right here. Hi everyone. I don't know what's going on, but I just want to say hi. Yeah. Open that intro. Nice. The cameo. There we go. <laughs> you got to have a special sound for a Vlad cameo. I know. We yeah. need like, yeah. well, you know what we need to do now is we need to get a little GIF animation that like Vlad just comes into the corner of yeah. the stream. And We're there's got to be something that happens every once in a while on the stream where like Vlad just like <laughs> off the side of the screen, like animated. <laughs> and the 
crowd is very happy about that cameo. <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, that was great. Where were we? I think you were going to ask some kind of question or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was going to say Emily agreed to answer any question you have for her. So no matter what yeah, you whatever. ask, right. she's just going to answer it. Yeah. So just oh, go, go wild. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna casually get up and just walk away. <laughs> hey, did you see the color of the flats hoodie? I'm all jealous. They don't sell that on the on the webflow yeah, store. I huh? do. That color? I have that one too. Oh yeah. damn, y'all! I need to go check the webflow store. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Oh, this is. Not I bought it. that one with my own money. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, yeah, uh, let's see. Vlad should do more cameos like Stanley. Nice. Not even a dad joke. That's right. Mm. Mm. back in here can we reach out to <laughs> emily and webflow to potentially sponsor events hmm. yeah that's actually a great question so um some of you may have seen a little bit earlier this year i think about like a month and a half ago we we talked about something called the community grants program oh yeah um so the community grants program <laughs> is something that we're going to be uh launching very very soon um you can actually go in even today to webflow.com slash community dash grants. Um, and you can enter in your email. The, those are going to be the first people that we're going to reach out to when the applications start to open. But that's where we're going to start to be able to provide. Uh, we have a pool of $10 million um, to really help seed and support people uh, like yourself, Riley, who are looking to put on events um, that are really going to impact a lot of folks. So definitely recommend checking that out. Um, and also, like, reach out like let me know what you're working on in the meantime like just because the application's not out yet doesn't mean that i don't want to talk and see how we can support nice nice i have completely lost my screen <laughs> you don't know this but... it's okay oh, you're, you're, going, you're going blind I, no right i need now. to do that okay <laughs> <laughs> that that grant is going to be powerful mm. i'm going back to the forest and i'm thinking of just nutrients rain <laughs> like this this grant money is just going to make this jungle flourish so yeah it's like um we have so much energy and so much power with this community and with just some money from that source tree from that nutrients from the source tree the entire jungle is going to get better it's going to get healthier so i'm excited for for the grant program i think we're going to see a lot of new projects come mm -hmm. up just from that initiative, mm. which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for a program like that just because like, I mean, it, it's not just about giving money and supporting and kind of reimbursing. It's really about like seeding opportunity and democratizing the access for people who like really have that passion and the excitement to start something, but they just don't have that extra push or that extra means to be able to do that. Yeah. And I also think there's so many people who have done incredible things leading up to this point that like, I, I want to be able to help them get to that next level if we can support in any way, even by providing opportunity for discoverability. Like yeah. there's so many ways that we're here to support and that's what is really exciting about this next phase of community. Yeah, and I think that it's uh, the money is important and I think in certain instances that'll be important too, but I think just general support mm -hmm. and transparency and communication and good ways, like just across the full board, right? Knowing that Webflow's got your back makes a big difference when you're trying to like get out there and do some of this stuff, especially, you know, like if you're starting out and you don't have some of the, you know, credibility, mm -hmm. like getting a, a tweet or getting on like the Webflow events page or, you know, like all of these things that uh, we 
you know, Emily uh, has talked about um, with us over the last couple of days, because she hasn't talked about it here with you, um, about some of the stuff that they're going to be doing in that regard and her mentality for how to do that, I think is going to be so appreciated. As somebody who's been around hosting Webflow Meetup since 2000, what, 17? I think 18, something like that. We, we hosted our first meetup in 2018 um, to see that program kind of go through its different phases over the years. I know people in the community here. Um, and just kind of seeing this, like, yeah, it's exciting to see uh, someone like Emily with her background coming in and some of her ideas for how she wants to do that. So, um, yeah, I, I think we're going to all be happy with how that plays out over the next few um, months and year, years. Years, 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 decades. <laughs> <laughs> Anto uh, has a question for you, Emily. What's the fastest growing market for Webflow? Do you know this? Ooh, I mean, fastest growing market is just there are so many definitions of that. It could be like audience. It could be probably like, like geographically. Geographic, I think you probably yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, like I've seen so much traction um, in Europe, in particular. Um, tons in India, tons in particular in Africa as well. Like I think those are the those are the three like very very large globally. But I think like tons of cities like Berlin, Nigeria, Kenya, um, seeing a lot of kind of just more and more activity and more sharing and people really kind of coming out of the woodwork right now. Yeah. Nice. So we just hit another buzzer. It's uh, for 100 likes. We'll call it. Okay. Yeah. So we just crossed nice. the 100 likes threshold. That's a good one. Um, let's see. What's your favorite pizza? <laughs> oh, honestly. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh -oh. All right. It's, it's Hawaiian pizza. No, it's Hawaiian wow. pizza. Uh, we're going to mute Emily. We got to mute Emily. It's She's Hawaiian, out. But She's like, out. With jalapenos. We got <laughs> spicy Hawaiian. All right. Yeah. I take back everything I just <laughs> said. We're going to have to find another path here, y'all. This is not going to work out. <laughs> I mean, I'm also, you know, like a good, like, Detroit style, like, pepperoni yeah. down okay. down as well <laughs> uh okay we're not going to talk about that we're not talking about uh product questions questions for emily the facebook group is on the official webflow group is great but it's just facebook group when you plan officially open your circle instance or what yeah i don't know that that's going to happen i think there was like at one point some experimental thing but are there plans because and the Facebook group's just one. If you're just on the Facebook group, you're just getting a real small piece of it. Go to Twitter, yeah. uh, the forums, all these little micro communities is really where the action's happening. Honestly, like the Facebook group, uh, I used to find a lot of value in that, but as Facebook continues to go down, so does the quality of that, that whole experience. And so, um, I don't know, any thoughts on that? Like where, yeah. like a new home or some kind of other place for folks to connect? Mm -hmm. We are actively working on that right now. We're actually starting to already test what that looks like. Um, if we were to kind of bring everyone over into Circle and really kind of truly build like a builder community, I think that's what's really, really exciting. So we are starting to kind of test that and see what that looks like. But we are also going to be changing the way that um, we have kind of community showing up on our site. So I think that you'll also see more and more opportunities for you to kind of diversify outside of the Facebook group. Um, and I think like that's also what is exciting about um, building out more and more communities is like I think like those are examples of channels that we own. I want to also make sure that people can find their like find their opportunity to kind of have their voice in communities that also complement that or ones that might be more specific to things they're looking for. Yeah. So to answer your question, circle soon, but still. And Keith is asking <laughs> yeah. ETA of the grant application. ETA of the grant application is sometime later this summer. Uh, it the two top priorities for me right now are grants and reigniting our global meetup program. Nice. And back to Dennis's question about other than the Facebook group, a really quick win for you 
is Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. I was kind of not into Twitter. I didn't really want to join it, but I kept hearing, join it, join it, join it. I think it's such a better environment than the Facebook group. And I still follow the Facebook group. I think there are some mm-hmm. really good posts in there, but I find myself really engaged in Twitter. So that's a quick thing you can jump into right away. It's already active. It's already hot. 100%. Yeah. Um, and even just like when you start on Twitter too, like use your list function, like find people that you really think are like sharing really awesome, um, awesome things around Webflow or just building and like curate that list for you. It's almost like a personalized version of that newsfeed in Facebook. So highly, highly recommend that. Yeah, if you don't know how Twitter works and you've heard people talk about like no code Twitter or design Twitter or whatever Twitter, it's because of the way the algorithm kind of pipes the stuff into you. And so if you start connecting with, you know, Webflow folks Mm -hmm. on Twitter or no code folks, Twitter's just going to start all that stuff, you know? And so next thing you know, you've got like, you know, it's your newsfeed of everything that's happening in that Twitter space. And it's Mm -hmm. so good um, just to be able to connect. All of us who are like leading in this community are there. Um, I'm sure people who are also leading this community are not there. We'd like to see you there. Come over and join us on Twitter and say hi. Uh, Tag Emily, tag Joe, tag myself, tag FinSuite, whatever. We'll give you a nice Webflow slash FinSuite welcome. Floxy's community saying, Emily, you're always more than welcome to come and pay us a visit. Yeah, weird. Listen, we're coming. <laughs> I would, the, the Europe, yeah. I, I, uh, we should do that. We should, we should like, uh, we'll charter a jet. Webflow, we're coming for you. Vlad, where you at? <laughs> uh, I, we'll take I the whole wish, squad. <laughs> I, I wish that I had the opportunity to join Floxy's when I did my little mini in between jobs Euro tour. Mm. Um, but I'm just taking this as a sign to come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Riley here is saying just having the ability to officially put the Webflow logo next to an event or having that list of resources event is awesome. Yeah, nice. agreed. Great. Question, is Webflow going to revive those online coffee chats? Evolve it to Webflow Cafe chats? Hmm. hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that, maybe new things. I don't know. Emily, do you, do you have initiatives yeah. that you can share or anything specifically that, that you haven't talked about yet? Definitely. Yeah, I think like some of the things that we're, we're really kind of going to um, or kind of really talking through in terms of uh, opportunities are kind of reinvigorating, not just how do we create these big spaces for people to kind of follow along, but instead how do we facilitate more one-to-one, one-to-like-few type of engagements. And I think like in, in some regards, whether it's cafe-style coffee chats, however we frame it, um, that is something that we're actively looking into and I think is really important. Nice. Yeah. Let's see. I'm embarrassed to say, but I finally joined Twitter for the first <laughs> time because of the Webflow activity on there. That's it. I'm telling you. Nice. Uh, LinkedIn sucks and Facebook has been going downhill. Twitter's great. Yeah. I hear you. I kind of will push back on the LinkedIn thing. Um, <laughs> I thought LinkedIn sucked too. I thought I hated LinkedIn and I kind of been killing on LinkedIn recently. Just, you know, posting the stream updates just like, po- and, and it, uh, LinkedIn's desperate for just good content because people are over there trying to like make it a cheap version of Facebook or something. Um, so I, I don't I don't spend a lot of time on there, but I would encourage you like every once in a while pop a little something, especially if it's interesting, if it's got a nice graphic or if it's a video. I would definitely consider posting to LinkedIn. Um, the algorithm still... is very giving. Yeah, you, right. <laughs> if, if, if you get a good yeah. piece of content on LinkedIn, it'll go. Right. Like if you just if anything that gets a little bit of engagement is going to get a big boost from LinkedIn. So, uh, yeah, it's not the most glamorous (laughs) platform, but don't sleep on it. So pretty much if you're not trying to scam somebody, you win on LinkedIn. Yeah. Or I I mean, if you're just writing LinkedIn haikus, which we've all seen the one line (laughs) space, one line. Yeah. 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 And yeah, Grace is a perfect example. You know, uh, it's one of those places where you can stumble in and make a tweet. And next thing you know, Vlad's retweeting you or next, you know, somebody like 
makes a tweet and you reply to that and you're in the middle of a conversation about something mm-hmm. at the heart of the community or whatever it is. So it's just a cool town hall forum like that to just in real time uh, be, be having some of those interactions. So let's see. I have Twitter, Webflow, and no code lists, so I just check them every day, says Robert. Nice. nice. Uh, let's see what's up Keith Armstrong says Josh Lowe uh, Keith is actually asking would love to have Emily on our weekly Twitter space you're invited Emily officially I would love to be there Keith <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Uh, okay it was because of Twitter that I connected with reloom look at that uh, nice. where's the rest of that comment? success story and now we're collaborating on our first live stream you're n- never able to know Joe and I started chatting on Twitter and I think in the comments of the Webflow showcase you never know who you're going to connect to and where that's going to go, you know, and it was it was years, a year and a half, mm-hmm. probably after that first touch point where we even like had a, a, an inkling of like, let's do something together. So, yeah, you never know. This is the beauty of the community is that one to many relationship stuff. This is what we're talking about. The kind of the intangibles that you can't mm-hmm. like you don't know how this stuff's going to play out. It's just about putting that effort out there and then it comes back. It's like little investments, you know, it's like little investments of. Uh, good grace or uh, not really karma but it's like yeah it's like no code karma <laughs> all right let's see any any other comments here after seeing these facebook be like oh yeah the twitter be like yeah all the little comments <laughs> how's the myspace yeah. webflow community looking are y'all on myspace still <laughs> honestly if myspace came a comeback like had a comeback i would set one up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i would do it Oh, nice. Okay. LinkedIn has a very good reach. Correct. LinkedIn gives me the ick. LinkedIn mostly gives me the ick, too. Uh, I think that's a future poll for you you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's see anything else coming in. Otherwise, we can probably close it down here. Let's see. FinSuite Emily, I think many of the community wished they knew more about the many snowflake people who would make Webflow what it is. Any plans? celebrate an interview from a developer of webflow hmm yeah i think that's we talked about that a little bit just the mm-hmm. discoverability yeah. you know that's like a it's a big sea of stuff happening um i do think this is incumbent on you to be honest like there's ways to stand out we see it all the time you know like you can't just sit around waiting for webflow to like lift you up because you're going to start a meetup right so they're going to be looking to prioritize folks who are putting in that effort so um it's kind of a meet meet us halfway kind of thing you know if you're sitting around and you're like i'm going to start a meetup as soon as they give me some money for it, you know, or I'm going to do as soon as like somebody organizes it, I'll show up. No, 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 no. That is, you're not going to get you like, you're not going to be the person. It's just not going to happen. So if that's what you're waiting is just be the, be the person that's like, Hey, so-and-so I see you. We're on the stream in my time zone, whatever it is. You want to hang out? Okay. Can we plan a little thing? Cool. Look at Josh Lowe reaching out the reloom guys, bang, uh, the no code North folks, right? That's a, a group of bang. They start a little thing. Floxies, right? Floxy started at the global open house last year, not this past one, but the year before that they came, they saw the gather stuff. They're like, this is cool. Met a couple people and they're like, Hey, we could have a group. Boom. Now you got it. Right. And so I really think it's incumbent on the individuals to take those first steps. And I think once you start a little bit of a fire, Webflow can come by with some gasoline and like turn it into a roaring, you know, thing. Like hopefully not a forest fire. Let's not burn down. Yeah, I was spot, thinking you know? more tree food, like <laughs> some forest like, nutrients. Like to, to kind of hit on like interviewing and really kind of like showcasing maybe even individual members within the community for sure. Like I, I think to to Rymar's point, like we can't have our eyes absolutely everywhere. So like 
if you are working on something that's super cool, like even right now you can go to webflow.com slash community and you can submit that for us to check out. Yeah. Or if you have a really cool story, like you'd be surprised at like how many of those stories that we read on social or how many times like we'll see those things and things will get back to us. And we do want to write stories about that. We do want to feature, we do want to work with you. So even if you're not like, I want to start a global community, yep. but instead you're like, I'm working on something that's really cool and I would love for more people to know about it. Like, yeah, reach out, um, submit your work or, you know, it stay tuned. Like I would love to hear kind of how we can get involved more and more. Yeah. Sh come to the show and tell. And we do a show and tell every month next, this coming Monday, uh, we'll be back in our regular setup and we'll be doing a show and tell. So if you don't have a big platform, Come to the show and tell. Go to a Webflow party. Compete in one of the challenges. Come to Clone Comp. Like, there's ways to stand out without you having to kind of do all the work, you know? So that's where it, it, it's about, like, you know, get involved in something that's existing. Let your work speak for itself. And as you do that, you'll build relationships, and those relationships will prop you up. Look at how many people we've talked about during the show. Aviv Schwartz just jumped into the chat here. Shout out to Aviv out in Israel doing, um, you know, like meetups for a long time, working with Anto on these Web Webflow water coolers. So how do you get talked about on these streams? Well, these are folks who've been working and doing things in the community. And so like you start showing up to the events, you start doing a little bit of cool work, you start showing a little bit of your skills, people will start talking about you in this community and that's how you break in, right? That's how you get somebody to like, oh, check this person out. Like look at, look at Melissa on Twitter all the time. You know, all she does is elevate the people in that group. Why do you think they're so excited about being part of that group, right? It's a, this is a reinforcing thing. So like, yeah, find a way to show up. Find a way to add a little bit of value, and you'll be surprised how quickly you can catch steam. Um, I was talking about this with uh, somebody here, actually in San Francisco, about them wanting to like get into the space. And I'm like, look, even here in San Francisco, where Webflow HQ is, there's not a big meetup group. So if you like started organizing and you had a group of 20, 30 people, like you're telling me Webflow wouldn't just invite you one day to do a thing or that they wouldn't say, hey, can we jump, you know, like do an event or something? Like you catch their attention in a heartbeat. And that could happen in any city. You know, we did it in Sarasota. Uh, Nelson flew out one of our first events and that wasn't like for anything special other than like I connected. He knew that I was interested in doing stuff. He had seen a few events before that and it was an ask, you know? And so get yourself in a position where you can make some of those asks or we can have an opportunity to show off the work because I know there's so much talent out there in this community that's just like it's hard to figure out how to kind of break through so yeah. um, discoverability is a big topic that we've mm -hmm. you know hit on a couple times today and over the last couple of days but any other thoughts around any of that before we peel out of here we got just a couple minutes before we're gonna uh send it yeah i mean send it back <laughs> no <laughs> um, i think that uh like ultimately what i like my my ask to the community right now is like obviously like I am, I'm new and I'm trying to figure out like how can we really kind of create this next phase of community, one in which that we're building with your feedback, like that we're building with you. And it's very much so for the members within the community. So please do um, reach out and let me know whatever, even if it's a pipe dream, like I, I wanna hear about those things. In the same way that product wants to hear about your crazy future requests to the things that are like mission critical for you. Yeah. Um, and, and I think you, you also talked about, I mean, kind of timely a little segue into later today if anybody is in the bay area we actually oh, are right. hosting people the very first time in a few years uh, at webflow hq in no code cafe yeah. um so um I, we will follow up on twitter right after this with the link we have limited spots 
But we would love to see you if you're in the Bay Area yeah. at 6 p.m. today. 6 p.m. today, which uh, local time is eight hours from now uh, here at Webflow HQ. It's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you RSVP online. Uh, there's a moat around the building. And so we're only <laughs> going to put the drawbridge down if you fill out the details. Uh, <laughs> so um, the other thing I was going to say is there's a meetup tomorrow in L.A. So um, in the Encino area, uh, around the Westfield Mall area of LA, we will also be doing a meetup. So back-to-back Cali meetups, come out and show your love. Um, One more thing, I wanted to drop a Webflow trend on you. I can't believe it didn't come out on the show, but like we didn't double-click into anything today. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't double-click into community. We didn't start out with anything. Like uh, I've been hearing all around the last couple of days here inside the Webflow HQ, they're talking about double-click on a topic to get deeper into something. So double click on community or whatever to jump into that. So I thought that was trademark. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And with that Webflow party is starting already. Everyone, we're going to go jump over, uh, do two things, subscribe to Floxies, subscribe to Webflow party. If you haven't subscribed to this YouTube channel, then I don't even know what you're doing because obviously that's happened so mm-hmm. far so let's let's just assume that's done uh leave a like on the video that helps a lot again we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming tuesdays and thursdays uh next week and if you're in town in san francisco stop by today we're gonna have a lot of fun uh that'll be a cool meetup any final words joe people are asking for a link is it in gather can i get a link the it is on Eventbrite. Yeah, the yeah. link um we'll put them in the description i'm sorry i'll put mm-hmm. the two event links in the description um yeah, we'll put the two Eventbrite links in this video description, and we'll share them on Twitter as well. Um, yeah, that's where, that's where you can find those. So we'll get them in the description here in a second. Uh, that's it. Any final thoughts, Emily? Honestly, like, thanks so much like to both of you for coming out, for spending time with us. Uh, this has been super fun, um, and it means a ton to be able to even just like see some of the questions and some of the faces um, commenting and getting involved in the stream today. So yeah. really, really excited to continue to connect with you all. Nice. Okay, well, thank you, everyone. I would do my... Uh clever little like thanks i don't i don't have i don't have my stuff <laughs> you, can, you <laughs> so, can sing it so we'll just uh yeah. <laughs> i think we could do this we can just play it as we close out so we're just gonna close out the music y'all play it in the background it's been a blast thanks everyone for hanging with us we will catch y'all next time Bye.